This is a Geekdo Podcast. Loki Season 2 is a 2023 American fantasy sci-fi TV show directed by Aaron Moorhead, based loosely from a screenplay by Marvel Studios. Starring Tom Hiddleston, Owen Wilson, and Jonathan Majors, it tells the story of a cynical god covering the end of the world event in the Null time zone, who becomes trapped in a time loop, forcing him to relive the destruction and death of his friends over and over. This is Groundhog's, I mean... This is Loki Season 2. Welcome to Drinkin' Geek Out, a show where we drink beer and geek out. I am your host, Dustin the Variant from World 53, and alongside me is... That's what I was going to say. This is Saf, and with me is... (laughs) I feel like we do this all the time, Keith, and with me is... Pale, and I have nothing prepared to say after my name. (laughs) Today's episode is featuring beer from... 18th Street, and we are talking about Loki Season 2. Loki. Sorry I messed it up for you guys. <laughs> we just were off the rails there. I know. All right, so the beer we have, we actually, all four of us have this beer, which is wonderful. It is from 18th Street. It is called the Nubian Overlord, and the um, like. when I hear the name Nubian Overlord, my first thought is, What's a Nubian? <laughs> You're such from, a Nubian. Uh, yeah, from uh, Chase and Amy, when Jason Lee says to one of the characters, what's a Nubian? He's like, oh, yeah. shut your bitch ass up. You know, I remember that. that. <laughs> but I'll tell you what a Nubian is. A Nubian is 10% ABV, and it says a no-holds-barred double IPA brewed with Warrior and a blend of hops. So Warrior is probably the predominant hop, and then it has a... Uh, a blend of hops there. So that's good. Uh, and as a joke, I, I actually don't know what a Nubian is. Isn't it like uh-huh. a Nubian princess? Isn't that? Nubians are a Nilo Saharan ethnic group indigenous to the region, which is now northern Sudan and southern Egypt. They originate from the early inhabitants of the central Nile Valley, believed to be one of the earliest cradles of civilization. Hmm. Cool. I don't know if this has to do with that. If it does, I feel really awkward drinking this. Yeah, because based on the can, it's a really cool design, but we've got like a more of a Satanist vibe. <laughs> For sure. So we've got, uh, it looks like Black Philip the goat here with... Um, a snakes. hand, yeah. There's snakes oh, yeah. coming out of it. There's a hand doing devil horns with like a snake through the fingers. We got like and bat wings. Mouth. Yes. Also, I don't know what's going on, but and then the fire in the background is where it says Nubian Overlord. But you have to, oh yeah, really you look really, to you really see it because it's hard to tell exactly what it says. Or in, you want to read it like Noob over Ian Lord. <laughs> Because you want to just read left to right, not just one side of the flames and then the other side of the flames. But, um, 
Yeah, I love the colors. I love the the shimmeriness and the whole vibe of this, but it, it is hard to tell what the beer is called. Yeah. When you gave me that can, I was like, what is, what is this? <laughs> I'm not no sure. Idea. It's a double IPA. A goat's got very anime looking eyes <laughs> yes. like when they're the character's about to attack. They're, they're just, just super pissed off. <laughs> white circles with one small pupil dot pupil just in the like, middle. I'm gonna kill you. Well, Type I looked Luke. up Nubian and uh Anglo Nubian is a breed of goat. Oh British breed of domestic goat. That's why there's the goat. So I think that's kind of where their their link is, the the breed. That's very yeah, different than the Nubia that I uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. That's weird. Alright, can't be too upset about it if it's a breed of goats, not you know, the the South Egypt uh <laughs> Civilization or the cradle of civilization, <laughs> dawn of mankind. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to piss anybody off, but to add, I nothing to add to the can. I like it. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, because I was too busy trying to research that. I was like, I'm not being offensive on this show. It's a new year. It's a new me. Eighteenth <laughs> Street's got pretty. They're crazy pretty metal designs. Usually. Yeah, yeah, that Very type metal. of thing. So it's it's right up their alley for sure. It's a weird color. The color matches the can of the beer. <laughs> copper. Yeah, we might have to go with the more SRM page. It's copper to top. See, like Fry's flute for something. <laughs> Where is it? There it is. I lost more the, uh, more serm. Fry's floof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, forgot how silly these are. I mean, kind of eye of sour. Eye of sour. Yeah. Kind of matches the can, but also matches the beer. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I don't, that I don't works know. with me. I'm good with that. Okay. That goat's eyes are very intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The Eye of Sauron. And we'll be playing a game because we always mention it, but we never actually play it. We have to guess what the IBUs are. Also got to smell it. <sighs> Smells like an IPA. Oh, yeah. That's it's like the old school. All smell, yeah. Old school IPA smell. Yep. Yep. Can doesn't smell any different. The can's kind of caramely, but I have a poor nose tonight. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, definitely metallic, but you definitely smelled the same like hoppiness mm-hmm. that you would smell from the can. I feel like this is going to be like your your palate jacks or you know your other type of high IBU beers, especially since this is like super high ABVs. Like I feel like. The dark color, the high ABV, the smell of the 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 pine cone forest. I feel like this is gonna be really bitter. Yeah, it has kind of like a three Floydsy smell mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, but I'm All excited right, well, to try it. Sounds like we're doing it. Ten percent. Mm. Woo. Hmm. That is interesting. That's unique. <laughs> That's got some weirdness going in there. Whoa. Hmm. What I wouldn't is have guessed the back end. I wouldn't have guessed an IPA or a double IPA when I tasted no. it. It's got like I don't know, like cranberry, or like a weird. Yeah, it's like a sour note. Some some acid and a sour note yeah. to this. Hmm. It's, it's kind of creamy. It's got like a creamy mouthfeel, yeah. but there is a weird flavor. I'm not even sure how to describe. I'm not disliking yeah, it. It's just odd. It's like a. Like a Simpsons reference. It tastes like bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that the alcohol is, it is there. I get, I get that on my tongue. Yeah, it gives sure. you like a, a nice little pinch of like burning from mm-hmm. the alcohol. 
but it's highly masked by whatever that, that crazy flavor is. That's interesting because I'm not getting the alcohol. Maybe because I've been drinking more of it that I don't recognize <laughs> as much. But there's not much burn. It's that the bitterness of the IPA is what still kind of lingers yeah. for me. Definitely on the back end. I got it on the side of the tongue towards the back. When I just take a little sip, I get like that alcohol kind of uh, resting on my tongue. bitterness I've, or whatever it is. I've been taking big gulps. So. Let it rest on your tongue a little yeah. bit. It comes through. Mm. A little bit. It's definitely creamy. It's definitely smooth. Yeah. I don't notice it when I take big sips, but if I take like a little dab. Very intense flavor. Mm. Yeah. That flavor is hard to put a finger on, though. Maybe, hopefully some check-ins will alert us to that in the future if somebody wrote anything. Or maybe it's just because this was on a shelf at a liquor store, not stored properly. It could have an odd flavor. Yeah. There's like, I don't know, it's like. At the end there, there's like roasty, like nutty notes. In my yeah. opinion, I don't know. It's kind of it's like things I would not expect from an IPA. Yeah, things I would get like maybe from a porter, or like an amber ale or something. Maybe it's the warrior and a blend of hops, whatever those hops might be. It's a blend of something. Maybe we have more shit in the beer. Like <laughs> <laughs> it, like a shit in the beer. <laughs> Little shit. No, pellets. not really. Nothing. <laughs> nothing more came out of the can. <laughs> it is done chitting. Yeah. Hmm. Just bizarre. I know. It's almost like a candy. Yeah, like a Jolly Rancher uh, or something. Yeah. Oh, here it's we like go. Really, really sweet. Um. Anybody got untapped up? I yeah. I did, and I was scrolling through to find check-ins. So I got a pretty good yeah. check-in here. Maybe I'll, I'll read this ticket. Oh, yeah, Dustin, you got the top. I have it up. Yeah, it's uh, uh, 3,900. Uh, let me see if I can get specific. Uh, 3,921 ratings, giving this a 4.02. I have two friends who checked this in. Kyle T. All he said was thanks to Wesley. Gave it a 425. And then Christian D. from the cul-de-sac. Great start to my evening, 425. He had this in 2018, and then Kyle also had it in 2018. Um, Mick Beer, he says, what's that? Oh, shit, it's strong malt backbone to hold up the hops. And he gave it a four and a half. This is an interesting one I found from Brian B. He says, candied orange aroma. Is that, I don't know if you found that one or That's, not. Yeah, I saw that one, too. Dank, candied orange, pine, floral, citrus, and caramel malt flavors. Piney, dank aftertaste. 4.25. I can see the pine aftertaste. Candy something. Candied, candied orange. orange. I could see that. Maybe it's the maltiness that's yeah. what we're mm-hmm. getting. Maybe. Uh, Jeff C. said, starts bitter with a following of sweetness that's similar to cotton candy. What? Yeah, I don't know. I can see it. It's not any odder than any of the things that cross my mind. <laughs> yeah. Wayne H. says, This beer is fantastic. Hoppy, strong, bitter, malty, mildly boozy, surprisingly drinkable. You have a 375. Hmm. Some of these pictures make it look like wine or something. It's like red. Yeah. yeah. Bad lighting. Maybe. Not seen any I, sc- I, sc- I was going to say, I scrolled through a, like a hundred of yeah, them. Yeah, I did see more a bunch of times. This one's interesting. Joshua Malasky, or Malsack, 
not sure. Is <laughs> <laughs> it Mousack from the Witcher series? M A L S A C K. Mousack. Super tasty, super dank, light, spicy, or bite. Butterscotch with a kick, very delicious. I'm feeling this very slowly, like fine nectar. Cheers. Get four and a half. So, butterscotch is. I thought that was interesting because Pale mentioned caramel. Yep. Mm, that's yeah. What I noticed in the can. All right, I'll get us going. I checked this one in at a four. I would have gone higher on there if I was able to determine what the fuck I was drinking. <laughs> exactly. It tasted good to an extent, but like the question marks around what it is that I'm supposed to be tasting kind of is a turnoff for me. I like the 10%. I will order it again or drink it again, but I would be kind of hesitant because sometimes I don't want to drink 10% IPAs when I'm out and about. Uh, the no holds bar double. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's it's very strong, but like the hops and bitterness, not overly strong. So I like it. Just tell me what the fuck I'm drinking. <laughs> All right, I will follow up with Dustin because I also gave it a four. It it is an unusual it it is unusual for a double IPA, but I like it. There are several interesting flavors going on that I can't quite put a finger on, but it keeps me sipping, so I guess that's a good thing. Hmm. I'll go next. Pretty much same thing. Hard to pinpoint flavor, some sweetness, maltiness, bitterness throughout. High EBV is present, but really hard to pinpoint. Uh, very unique and different, and I gave it a 3.75. And I said, can't really pinpoint the flavors <laughs> I'm getting. I think we all use that word, pinpoint. Mm -hmm. First, it was caramel. Mm -hmm. Then it was roasty walnut. Then it was something more sweet like candy. Very unique and could almost be my favorite beer of all time. Whoa. If it actually, if this beer could actually like narrow down, narrow into like what it's supposed to be, it could be a five for me. But I just, I'm like, I'm kind of lost <laughs> drinking it. So what did, what did you so say? So what'd you give it? I'll give it three and a half. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> this could be the greatest beer of all time, and I ranked it lower than everybody else. I mean, the lowest ranking, but it could uh, almost be my favorite beer ever. Oh, my gosh. I just have to spell out to you what it is for uh, you to actually like it. If you like it that much, who cares? Right. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> When I get confused uh, drinking a beer, I just—it's a I'm, negative I'm, experience. Man, it's a negative experience. That's probably why you think you know what grapefruit tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mm. I've read it on a can one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I'll have wow. some beer for the episode because this is slow going. Yeah, down. it's going to be slow sipper with that ten percent, but. Yeah. That's not necessarily a bad thing. It's a nice winter beer. Yep. Warm us up. Chug it. It's nowhere. Chug, chug, <laughs> chug, chug, chug. Watch along. Oh, wait. <laughs> Drink every oh. time we say the name Loki. Oh, no. I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Drink and Geek Out. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, drinkingeekout.com. 
You can also email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content that is patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. Yep. All right. Speaking of which, we have our discussion point today. Loki, take a drink. (laughs) (laughs) More specifically, this is the second season of Loki, and it did not miss. Mm, That's correct. I think we're all fans of this one. Yeah. Like, normally, seconds suck. Second seasons of, like, a couple season thing. Absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. Second movies of like all the Marvel stuff sucked. Unless you're Winter Soldier. That's another story. <laughs> but this season, Jesus Christ. It was good. I guess if you look at it as the final season instead of the second season, the, the, it makes yeah. a difference. Right. Yeah. Uh but it it like it didn't play out to me. As a final season while I was watching it. No, and not until the very end. It's like, oh, uh, this wraps it all up. Mm-hmm. Nicely. True, yeah, yeah, very true. All right. So to get going, the second season of Loki, take a drink. Sees mm-hmm. Loki, take a drink. <laughs> Working with <laughs> Mobius, Hunter B-15, and other members of the Time Variance Authority, or the TVA, to navigate the multiverse in order to find Sylvie, Ravona Renslayer, and Miss Minutes. The season is produced by Marvel Studios with Eric Martin serving as head writer and Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead leading the directing team. I guess I should also it, mention that it's they're searching for a Kang variant. That seems yes. to be a part of the plot as well. Because they need him to fix the loom. But you don't really know that until like later. Uh, so. Yeah, like about season, episode four or three or something like that. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's a fantastic season. Like I think it takes it picks up right where the first season left off and just kind of blows up the whole world. Now Loki is out of time. We and just like he can't control. He keeps popping up different places, and then they have to fix that in the first episode. The time skipping. Yes. Yep. So the first episode is titled Ouroboros. Loki finds himself lost in time and torn, quite literally, between past, present, and future. Which he's, yeah. And no one, he's, it's really interesting because you don't really know what's happening at first. He just kind of keeps like tearing apart and popping up at different places. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people recognize him, sometimes people don't because he hasn't met them yet or. Because you, you kind of think at the end of the first season, it ends on that cliffhanger where he meets, talks to Mobius, and he's like, I don't know who you are or whatever. And you think, oh, he's like in a different timeline. That's why he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're and thinking then, that. Oh, no, it's just he's before they even met. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it shows different, you know, outcomes of that. And he's like, well, see, I did that. That, that yeah. crack in the was floor. This, how was long from... was this crack here? Because <laughs> he just yeah. like made it in the floor seconds ago. But that he disappeared and reappeared where it was on the floor already. Uh, the highlight of this one, I think, would have to be the introduction of Ouroboros as a character. Obi. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say Kihui Kwan. Yeah. That's who you're going to say. Oh, then you did say it. <laughs> but you just said his character's name. <laughs> I could. I Again, I butcher a lot of names. I don't remember a lot of them either. Unless I have it up in front of me. 
Short Loki round. season two. Oh, yeah, I was going to say OB or Indy, you know. Yeah. Know. <laughs> you're my best friend. <laughs> you're my best friend. Loki, you're my best friend. I was waiting for him to say that the whole freaking season. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love that he like still has that same amount of enthusiasm. Yeah, the same kind of energy like now that he brought. Now he was like a little kid. But he was eight years old or whatever, talking to yeah. Indy. Mm-hmm. Or in the Goonies. After mm-hmm. all this time, he's still the same guy. I was watching the behind the scenes making of Avengers Assemble or whatever it's called on Disney Plus. And he's talking about what Kevin Feige called him and like offered him the role. And he's, I, he was like, I was on my way home. I was driving and I had to pull over because there was tears in my eyes and I couldn't see the road anymore. <laughs> he was so happy that he got this role in this because he's loved the Marvel movies. He's just like such a sweet man. It mm. seems like and that, like you see him when he won his Oscar for everything everywhere all at once. And he's like, crying as he's accepting his oscar and it's like man I, I just, i'm just rooting for this guy <laughs> and he did an, an amazing and he's job. great in the show and i liked all his interactions with like moby and like <laughs> they would keep yes. coming to him for things and he's like no that's not possible it's like yeah but it is happening <laughs> and it's like the two scenes happening at once in one of the later episodes where he it's yes. like he's talking to him in the future and the past and he it's really cool I'm pretty sure it was that ep- the first episode where is it, it the first episode? Was, yeah. Oh he's yeah, like, cause he's because he's like time He's like, like you can't. There's no time here in the time variance authority, yes. so you can't be. <laughs> it's like, but I and am. Then, like, and then he t- goes back in time. And he talks to this dude. He's like, oh yeah, maybe unless this happens. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> right? How do I know that? <laughs> he's like, then he goes back to him in the future. And he's like, do you have the device? He's like, no. Oh wait. <laughs> like just because <laughs> yeah. we had this conversation yeah. already <laughs> i was so waiting funny. for you to he return he doesn't realize that yeah because it, it, it's not happening yet it's not and... happening yet for <laughs> right. him but it already happened for them yeah well, there's a lot of that throughout the whole season and, and that's the stuff i love about these time that's what i was gonna, shows. gonna say when you hadn't started this i'm like damn this is right up saf's alley here <laughs> Yeah, I was just waiting for it all to air before, because I didn't want to watch the first episode and be like, what the fuck, I can't wait to a week for season two, I'll just mm-hmm. wait and watch it all in a weekend. Yep. Uh, then season, or episode two, we're kind of jumping around, but we kind of covered episode one pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, breaking Brad, <laughs> with the TVA on the verge of temporal meltdown, Loki and more... Morbius. <laughs> Morbius. <laughs> Mobius will stop at nothing to find Sylvie. What a crossover that is. <laughs> that would be interesting. A different Marvel character. A similar yeah, is name. This, is this the one where they f- find her in... In the uh, McDonald's? In the McDonald's, I th- yeah. I yes. so. This was a big thing because I know they actually turned a real restaurant. They used this restaurant or something like that. It was like an abandoned restaurant that they re... Yeah. Structured into and a, then an old I McDonald's. They turned one in downtown New York or something yeah. into it, and it was really cool to see that. At least with the nostalgia, going back to the '80s and seeing the old school McDonald's, that was really cool. Oh, Product I like, placement. I wish these McDonald's still existed with like the red and yellow tiles on the yes. walls and stuff I like that. Like, it was very nostalgic. <laughs> uh, and I, I like all the McDonald's now are just so. They're great. they just look like every other th- yeah, yeah it's just yeah. so boring and boxy and looks like every f- other store I, like yep. I have that all problem food. with all of the fast food restaurants they all just became the same square with gray mm-hmm. and with their logo on it it's like IHOP had the cool building Pizza Hut had a cool building and now they're all just the same square box with their logo on it 
It's like, yep. what happened to yep. <laughs> like a brand? You're all this postmodern thing. Got to reinvent ourselves. You know, podcasts that come up with new logos. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like creative. Being creative uh, is gone. Then we can sell the old logo as retro and that's true. Make <laughs> more money. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I liked this episode. I mean, I liked every episode, but this was just that whole McDonald's scene with her like going to McDonald's and ordering like something dead, <laughs> nothing with a face. <laughs> and the guy behind the counter is like, uh, we have all this. <laughs> I'm also trying to think that like, believe it is this episode where we run into Miss Minutes and, um, uh, Renslayer for the first time in the season before they vamoose. I believe is at the end. They're of it. definitely in the next episode. I can't. They are, but I believe there was a scene at the end of this one where yeah, they had like a chance. Yeah, she had like a chance to kill her and then didn't, or you know, whatever. Uh, but speaking of the next episode is the 1893 one, where Loki and Mobius go down the hunt for everyone's favorite clock and try to save the TVA. This is when they go back in time and to the they Chicago's run it, World Fair. Yep, mm-hmm. they, they run into. The variant of uh, he who uh, remains. He remains. Yeah, he who remains. Uh, and also, he who not shall not be named on this podcast ever. Fucking <laughs> right. <laughs> no longer part of the MCU. Yep. Uh, but they they find out that this is who we need because we've been looking for him. But we need him. They stu- he, he invented this loom technology, and we need him to fix our yeah. loom. Mm-hmm. It was also displayed in this movie or this episode that Renslayer went even further back and dropped the TVA, mm-hmm. the manual in manual. his room when he's like 10 years old like, or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I liked this. This episode was neat. I mean, because you got to see a side of fuck nuts that you probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have normally seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it shows character development. Uh, and so it was nice to see that it wasn't like a pompous asshole or a know-it-all yeah. or, you know, like th- he was very humble and it was just like a very nice scene. He was just being torn, right? It, it, is he going to go with the person who gave him the knowledge and has mm-hmm. been sweet to him or the two people from the TVA that he's never met before? Yeah. Um, and one of them's trying to kill him. <laughs> yeah. Because Sylvia's yeah. like literally got a knife to his throat. Yeah. And then the the Miss Minutes falling in love with Oh, her. yeah. That was weird. <laughs> yes. I was like, wait a minute. I'm never quite clear on what she is. <laughs> is she a real person? She's AI, right? Yeah. yeah. But she's like super she's, intelligent yeah. AI that has... She's evolved over obs- the years. Yeah. Right. Oh, almost like a Jarvis thing. <laughs> I, was saying, I think yeah. episode two is also the one where Brad, the guy from the TVA, is goes back into time to become an actor and so they're like yes. chasing him around and he's like at a premiere for his movie for his own movie. Yeah. 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 I think that's that episode too. He's the minor character that kind of becomes more important as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. But that but, was kind of neat. Cause that was the interrogation scene. Mm-hmm. It was this episode. Yeah. Where they squished everybody. <laughs> I think that might be the next episode, but I'm not, I can't keep straight which happened, but they well, do put him in the box in the episode. And right. Then they, they squish people in the box. Loki came in and yeah, yeah was going to squish him to threaten him to get him to talk. So to that's how they found Sylvie, out where they are. Right. Right. That was kind of fun. I liked that. Cause he's like, 
the the bickering back and forth between Loki and Brad mm-hmm. was good because he's like, I outrank you. He's like, I don't even work here. <laughs> and he like <laughs> has the scheme to get Mobius out of the room so he can torture him. And the whole Mobius, like, what are you doing? No. Stop. Loki. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Jet skis. <laughs> real obsessed uh. with this. Which we find out later why. I also just like the whole Chicago 80, the World's Fair setting that just that yes. them walking around there for like half the episode and that looking cool. at the different stuff. I mean, it was a, a chase and it had action. And mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't just like there's that whole dial wheel segment yeah. where they're being chased by <laughs> the people that the he who remains Victor Timely or whatever his character's name is in this. Mm-hmm. He's like swindled people, so he's got those people chasing him. He's also got yes. Renslayer chasing him, and he's got Sylvie. Cha- he's got like a billion people in this all kind of yeah. That was fun coming to a head right at this time. And then are we on episode four mm-hmm. now? Yep. The heart of the TVA. The TVA's loom nears catastrophic failure, but Loki, Mobius, and Sylvie have a he who remains variant, which is Victor Timely. They brought back and had to shove his head into the machine. To mm-hmm. okay. It's fine. Just stick your head in there. <laughs> It'll be fine. We it doesn't work. It doesn't hurt. See? <laughs> yeah. You have uh, your two main characters, your uh, OB and uh, I can't think of his name, so I'm trying to look through a list. Uh, Casey, the uh, Eugene Cardero. Eugene Cardero, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so Casey and Ob are trying to determine like how to fix this loom situation, and they're like, "This is there's no way to do it." And then here comes Victor. He's like, "Well, you, I have this little prototype dingy," and it's like <laughs> that. Yeah, that would solve it. <laughs> I keep calling him Rutherford because that's his character on Lower Decks. No. <laughs> uh, uh, but I, I mean, not to go back to he who shall not be remained, but. I found his character annoying. <laughs> yeah. yeah at this he's point. like so much stu- stuttering. Like he's overacting for sure. Mm-hmm. It's, his character's a little too much. Yeah. I get it. It's like, I don't know. It's like Jim Carrey, but not in a yeah, comedic. Not humorous. It's not a, it's supposed to be a comedic a role. It's just a lot of overacting and it's not necessary. Yeah. I, I guess if he's planning on playing 80 different characters in this franchise, he has to make them all different somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But luckily, we won't have to figure that out. Yeah, he should be gone forever. Not, not should. He will be. He, he is. is. He, he is. Not. He is gone. They have announced he that he is yeah. gone. <laughs> uh, I was going to say in this episode, we find out later that this is a key moment. Mm-hmm. They keep coming for future. Sh- he, what Loki will keep coming yes. back to this point. I was trying time. to remember what episode does Mobius walk that catwalk. It had to was be that be, it had to be the before this episode? one because it was before they met He Who Remains, but. I yeah, thought that it, was it, a it great was, moment. Was, that was. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was episode two. I think so. Yeah, because Loki had to go kill all his other variants or destroy them or something. Yeah. And Mobius had to. And then he had to save like, him. Seal it. To get him out of. It might have been the to first get the time skip. To get the time yeah. skipping to stop. That's right. But yeah. <laughs> he's like, is it safe? And then he puts on the helmet and it's going to crack. And he's like, oh, duct tape. Slap some duct tape on there. He's like, you're fine. Go ahead. But uh, don't me? stop or you'll die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's very important. This is very important because yeah. that in, sets up the later thing. Yeah, yeah. In, in episode six, there's a callback to that Loki. 
Because mm-hmm. it, like there were scenes from this fir- the first episode of the second episode. I was like, what the hell is like yeah. this, what 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 has distracted him? Because he gets distracted mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. in the first episode, the second episode, whatever it was, and he's going around and he's looking for something, and he clearly sees something, answers the phone, all that stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah. He's literally got his time. And then all of a sudden he disappears, and we don't know somebody killed him or whatever. And yes. then we find out, oh, that was him in the future going back yes. to kill himself. Just like that was so cool. Yeah, all the the mental the pieces pieces together, that you have yeah. to jump through to get to be yeah, well exactly. if he didn't survive this how did he get there to jump there to begin with so like because <laughs> it's a future loki that kills the past loki that makes him the future loki even exist to begin with so exactly yeah because he has to kill himself but he didn't have one of those yeah. sticker things so how did that loki even get there to go there <laughs> yeah because he couldn't just kill himself he had to prune himself <laughs> yeah and he lost mm-hmm. the the little pokey stick yeah. but that's the type of stuff i like so five, uh, but was it at the end of four? Yeah, I think it was the end of four that was my favorite, but also made me really sad because I kind of had like this before the all bullshit happened. Had this heartstring feeling for fucknuts when he <laughs> when he had the thing and he walked out the door and then <laughs> he just, immediately like burst he into noodles <laughs> into <Yeah>. noodles. <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, that was very funny. And then everybody's just like, huh? Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, how did that happen? The whole time I was like, "Why doesn't Loki just go? He's a god; it should be yeah. fine, right?" He can, he can <laughs> I, handle that. I wonder too. Like, why is he already? Why is he pushing everybody why else? Is he out avoided there? that. Yeah. It's so he can have his big moment at the end. Yeah, exactly. But I, I like, I felt terrible, but I also laughed. I'm yeah, like, it was f- I, funny how I, odd out of nowhere it came. Yeah, and then it happens several more times. So. Yeah. <laughs> that he does it for a uh, hundred years or whatever. Oh, three three hundred years. He took to study <laughs> the book, I think. Yeah, yeah, to go. So, how long will it take me to learn everything you know? Oh, like like three three decades. centuries or something. Three like centuries. That. Yeah. <sighs> and then it's like three centuries later. later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before we get to that, number uh, number five. Oh, yeah. uh, Loki traverses dying timelines in an attempt to find his friends, but reality is not what it seems. So this one is actually kind of fun. He does go oh, yeah. back to the the McDonald's and he talks to Sylvie. He goes back to... He just like, keeps popping up. He does the time slipping again where he's popping yeah. up around all of his friends. He just keeps ending up wherever they are. Yeah, so at the at the house with his kids and at the dealership for the, the, jet, the skis. jet skis. And I don't remember the uh, B-15. I don't remember. She's a doc- doctor, doctor or a kid's doctor or a vet or something yeah. like that. A doctor yeah. in New York, I yeah. believe, because it was... During the, oh, it was, was the turn Avengers, the Avengers. Avengers, yeah. So she's like helping the people that Loki injured. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. So yeah, pulls everybody together, and then but I felt like this was a throwaway episode because nothing really happened. You just kind of learn the background of all these people, so you exactly. It's like yeah, more exactly. of a uh, story filler, like to fill yeah. in the background back story. That you all feel the connections yeah. with the characters as yeah. Loki feels finding friends for the first time in his life. It doesn't push the story forward, but it fills in a lot yeah. of information that we were curious about. At least I was. Yeah, it's yeah. just like the the original Marvel TV shows where it was ten episodes and you had seven episodes of current timeline. Yeah. And then three one episodes or two <laughs> yeah. that are just like backstory. Yeah. Uh, That's what I felt about this one. And then he just comes to like the realization that he can't do what he's trying to do. Yeah. That he's like, well, I can just go back in time, so let me fix it myself. And then ensues the greatest TV episode (laughs) ever fucking made. Like, it's amazing. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last episode is amazing. But I like he goes to OB and he's like, well, all of the people that you love were in one place. There's a specific aura. So if we gather all these people again, then maybe mm-hmm. we'll be able to return to that time. So it's like a reuniting the, it's like uh, Blues Brothers or whatever, reuniting yeah. the band. So you get all the whole crew back together. Right. And I like that type of show. So that was fun. And then you also get all this information and then you, it happens and it, it doesn't pan out like you would expect it to right that you can see the the hope fading Mm -hmm. definitely from loki like i've done all that i can i've been at this for (laughs) 300 years (laughs) trying to fix this like everything i do people still turn to noodles (laughs) no solution then uh, is it the last episode where he has the moment with sylvie's we end of five uh, that's what i thought where he's like yeah we if we in it's either I save this timeline or there's no timelines. So what should I do? And she's like, well, we keep fighting. And he's like, well, I've done it. I've seen the outcome. Everything. Do we, it's either this or time ceases to be. Mm-hmm. And it's like a really nice moment where he kind of starts to click what he has to do. Yeah. Where he goes around. Well, that comes up later, but <clears throat> that's the next episode, but getting closure and, getting approval from everybody wanted mm-hmm. to have Sylvie's approval. And then in the last episode to get Mobius's and no, oh, it's just, yeah. Speaking of so good, glorious purpose. Loki learns the true nature of glorious purpose as he rectifies the past. Yeah. Uh, I got groundhog's day vibes from this episode. Oh that's, yeah. That's why we're doing it that's, on groundhog's day. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, exactly what I was feeling too. This is groundhog's day. He's just like going over and over the same day, yeah. perfecting it until he gets it right. The difference is he knows what the end goal is. Like Bill Murray didn't know what the end goal was in That's Groundhog's true. Day. He didn't know what he needed to do. Loki, right. on the other hand, had an idea of like the end goal, and he just had to take the incremental steps to try to fix it. Yeah. So it's a little bit more complicated than Bill Murray's situation. But the the problem that I had with this episode. It was top tier, best episode on TV ever. But my problem was it it showed him doing all of the correct steps but still failing, but didn't really show him doing the wrong steps and still failing. Mm. Oh, yeah. It didn't really show him like, oh, I can't do that. I got to pivot mm-hmm. and do something else. It was yeah. it was always the right thing. But it just, just messed up somehow. <laughs> Yeah, just have to do it better or faster or, or whatever, you know. Like, yeah. Don't sit down the thing. <laughs> It'll yeah. roll yeah. off the edge. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much Bill Murray, when he figured out the entire pass, he knew where to be, how to step, everything. Don't do that. You're going to mess up. Let me save you, you know. <laughs> Let me sleep with the girl because I know all the words. Yeah, in the that documentary, it says, like, this was – the original plan was for this to work out and then just to end that way, but it, it wasn't satisfying. So that's why they're like, no, he's got to take the spot. That's the most, uh, it, once you say it out loud, it's like, oh, that's the clear, obvious answer. He takes the throne and then he gets what he was after all along, but he's not around to even witness anybody's yeah. love or adoration right. or how it, it, it affects him at all. It's just kind of selfless at that point. 
Yeah, he understands that he finally made friends, so he's doing what he can. I think he knew in the end what he had to do. He he's just didn't to want to it. accept it. Like, yeah. I can fix this. I can do something else. So his dialogue with He Who Remains multiple times, but we didn't see that. Mm-hmm. We just saw the one. Um, that that was pretty powerful stuff where he just kind of finally, you know, I, I, I understand what I have to do, but I don't want to do it, and I'm going to prove that I can do it, but then he comes to grips finally with what needs to be done. It's also good that, or funny that he like knew exactly what was going on too. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, no, you're wondering how I remember all this. <laughs> I'm living it the same way as you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's really great when he goes back to the first meeting of Mobius when he's at that chair and then they mm-hmm. and he's talking to him as if he knows him so well and Mobius is not quite sure what's going on. They have this like great conversation. Yeah. Um, and that's where he gets the closure and yep. he goes, Do I have your approval to leave you behind type thing? And mm-hmm. he just wanted to hear him say it. That was powerful. That was good. Yeah. It's uh, also gives you kind of like a uh Doctor Strange vibes too in this. One, one possible outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, and like un, unlike From the Avengers the in, movie in games. Yeah, the unlike the Avengers movie where he just had to do it in the one the exact same thing that one time <laughs> he had he, the eternity he had an eternity to figure it out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Ugh. But the the ending scene there, of course, with him going out is. Mm. Oh yeah. Just the emotion Tom Hiddleston. Oh god, he nailed He's a it. great actor. Just the emotion on his face. Like he like knew what he had to do and pulling like, all these timelines together just uh, by force of will and him walking out and turning into the Loki mm-hmm. with the horns and I'm just chills. Like, <laughs> like this is so cool. And Finally he gets his throne. Thor will never know. Or will he? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. We can speculate since we, we still have Time one. I know a lot of people were thinking because I didn't watch it all at once. I mm-hmm. went from week to week for the last couple episodes, so I got into a lot of the speculation. People thinking that Thor was going to be in there at the end, where he wanted to get his approval to yeah, that he I could thought that would time be cool. time skip right to Thor and have that conversation with him. But I was yeah, that was the out. one thing I was wondering. Like you, these are your friends here, but what about your brother? <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. But I guess they don't have that because re- this Loki is from the first Avengers, mm-hmm. so him and Thor were still in the outs. It wasn't the the Loki from Thor Ragnarok who bonded with Thor. Or, Correct. So it it makes sense why he wouldn't be seeking his approval. I guess because they were yeah. still separate at that point. Yeah, but a lot of the speculation is now that he is the the. Keeper time of the tree keeper, of time. Yeah. yeah. The Lord. time tree, which is the whole Viking. He's, he it's a whole Viking thing that exists with mm-hmm. the whole tree of time or whatever it's called. But that he can pop up now whenever in any of the future yeah. movies as like uh, the whole What If series with Mr. Watcher or whatever yeah. his yeah. name is. That he can pop in and out whenever, which I could see happening. Because yeah, I could as see him. successful as he is and as well-loved as this series was and him as an actor and Loki as a character. Oh Oh, yeah. I figured he'd pop up in Kang dynasty, but I don't know if that movie's if how they're going to change that movie, if they're just going to recast him or what, but Kang, uh, but Avengers Kang dynasty, I figured 
he would come in and explain like, oh, I got somebody else sitting on my seat for a minute while I deal with this or whatever. And just explain it with one line of dialogue why he's in the movie. But I feel like they can bring him in whenever they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there is a website I found from Screen Rant that has the top ten uh, replacements, uh, p- if uh, potential if they recast Kang. Uh, do you, do you guys want to go through it? Sure, we got time. All right, uh, number ten, uh, John Boyega. Oh yeah, I, I think he said no already. He doesn't want to get no. into that because he's from Star Wars. He didn't want to be yeah. part of Disney <laughs> anymore. He had a problem being Finn in those movies or whatever his name was. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I mentioned in a 2022 interview with Men's Health that a role in the MCU is not in the vision for him yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, number nine, uh, they say Will Smith. Uh, no way. He's no going to slap way. everybody on set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one would be good, but apparently, I mean, he's already in Guardians. It's uh, Iwuji uh, played the... Um, the main villain in Guardians Three. Uh, oh yeah, the, the oh, high yeah, the, evolutionary, the face the guy, guy. The, yeah. the Robocop the face. face. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was that was number eight. Uh, number seven is David uh, John David Washington. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Denzel like Washington's kid. Yeah. yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah. Uh, six is uh, ya, uh, Yaya Abdul Mantin. Number oh, two, Black Isn't he already? Uh, Yeah. He's in yeah. DC right now. Isn't he in yeah, he's Luke Cage? Uh, I don't know. I thought he was in season two of Luke Cage. He might be. Uh, he was in Matrix Resur- Resurrections. He was Aquaman. Candyman? Uh, maybe. I, I only have a couple. I don't I don't know. Like, mm. they, like this website's only given yeah. like, the main things that people know. Uh, like Keith Stanfield. What? Oh, he's good. Uh, <laughs> from, from Get Out and Judas and the Black Messiah. In Atlanta. Uh, and Straight Outta Compton, yeah. Uh, number four was Jeffrey Wright. I think he's too old for this, but Casino yeah, Royale. a good actor. Wonderful good actor, but yeah. a little too old. I mean, they yeah. could just be like, oh, this is a variant it's that doesn't look like Kane. the other variants. Right? <laughs> he's yeah. aged well right. into the future. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's one that I like. Caleb McLaughlin, the kid from Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be a young. A young king. Yeah, a young Very king. Young. Yeah, a young king. If yeah. he's going to fight the young Avengers, that would make sense. Yep. Uh, uh, reggae. Is it reggae? Reggae. Jean Page. So he's in Brid- Bridgerton. Oh yeah, that guy. The Gray Man, and then he was in the Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Yeah. Uh, he could be in there, but the number one on this list, and I actually have heard this theory outside of this website, is uh, Gugu Matapha Raw, <laughs> whatever her name is, who played Renslayer. She I is, thought that would be good too. I, that's yeah. what I was thinking when I was watching. She and I was like, "Oh yeah, that would make." S- like, I think she's yeah. a better actor, and that would be interesting. Yeah, she she has a connection to the He Who Remains, mm-hmm. and she it, just, some have theorized that just reveals that she actually is a uh, Kang Conqueror variant, just like Sylvie was a ah, yeah a, a Loki variant. They don't look anything, anything alike. alike. They're not the same gender, even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that idea. I do too. I would be 100% on board with it. Like, uh, I mean, we had that all girl power thing that everyone hated in uh, Endgame, and then we had that girl power thing that everyone hated in Miss Marvel. So, fucking, let's yeah, just let's keep rolling. <laughs> it, it seems to be working for you, Disney. Keep throwing women in there. <laughs> we have like a, a woman uh, enemy, maybe. Like, that would, I mean, that'd be yeah, different. We haven't had one of those. I mean, yeah. not a big bad. Not a big bad. 
We've had some shady people, like Agent 13 is a big bad now. Or not big bad. She's kind of bad. I was thinking uh, But she's also bad, you know what I'm saying? Hella? That's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In yeah. Thor 3? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's really well, the only one I could think of. The show left it open for multiple things. Like, they were getting rid of the Kang variants. That's the whole thing. Yeah, I think they thing. could just... But they they could go either way. <laughs> they could go either way. I think, yeah, they just move on to the next thing. That's why I thought... They were casting Doctor Doom as the new. They're just going to move on from Kang and do something people recognize. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, this Kang storyline isn't working out because people haven't cared about any of the movies that featured him, with like Quantumanium or yeah. Uh, but did yeah. I did I read correctly that they said that they gave the reins to the Loki creators or directors that they have the future of the MCU? Did I but, read that or is that something else? I thought, like, for the they had, I think they're involved in a thing. I don't think they're in something. They're not, not okay. Like, but with their success, I know they promoted them to. They get the yeah. They're is they're, it the Kang movie or something? Some movie they get. Yeah, somebody dropped out of Kang movie, and I think they brought in maybe them to work that out because <laughs> they did was such so, a good job. Yeah, this was so well done. Yeah, they had a State of the Union thing where they pretty much laid out all the directors for doing like Star Wars movies. And they reshuffled, they've canceled so many things because the last three or four things have been flopping. So they're trying to. Oh, yeah, that was the Star Wars thing. Maybe I got that confused. That was the. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. That's... I thought it was under the Disney like State Umbrella. of the Union. So I don't remember. The D23. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Disney State of the Union. I mean, it <laughs> you're is not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, everything's up in the air at this point. Yeah. It's like, here's where we're at. <laughs> I would not be surprised if there's a, a minor collapse with Disney Plus with Marvel. I mean, Wait, I think just superhero movies in general, like yeah. DC has been not doing great. And it's just like these big budget thing spectacles have yeah, kind of run their course. People are interested in new thing, new stories, and it's like these are all have been very samey for the past eight years or ten years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I mean, we you have you know those TV shows, those movies that came out, everything that happened this year, though they were good, I enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not putting butts in seats. No, and I honestly feel like. Things like Barbie and Oppenheimer are... Yeah, exactly. Because they're like new original ideas. Yeah, so the audacity of Disney to increase the price of Disney Plus... (laughs) And then put more shit on there that people aren't watching. I know. Yeah. I Actually, I think I was grandfathered in. My price did not change for Disney Plus. Mine mine hasn't yet, uh, but I... Because I bought the day it came out, but I also bundled... Hulu mm. and uh, the ESPN, ESPN Plus. Plus, yeah. So it's like my thing. So I'm, I think it's only it was nine. I think mine's up to thirteen now. But like I heard that the there's going to be like seventeen dollars or yeah, some I think shit. They're rolling it Holy out to shit. new customers, and then it eventually yeah. it'll affect the people that are already yearly I'm, or monthly. I'm on five dollars a month right now for both Hulu and Disney Plus through March because it I had the two dollar a month deal. Yeah, dollar ninety nine each, and then I, th- I said cancel. Are you sure? Cancel. How about five bucks a month? Yes, I did okay. that same thing. <laughs> it, it was like, how about an extra dollar? And I was like, okay, I'll do it for another four months or whatever. Oh, it offered okay. me. I, oh, that's like, awesome. I'll pay five bucks a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, currently, my Netflix is almost sixteen dollars. Yeah, so thank you. Same. 
uh disney plus where are you at what i'm just checking out my account shit right now. I don't, i'm not paying for uh netflix right now just you know don't worry uh but this <laughs> this disney definitely <laughs> no i mean like no. i literally turned netflix off because like i yeah. let the the let it expire i was like i can't keep up i can't afford and we're only watching a couple shows on there. yeah same yeah I've got it too, but it's because I share it with a few other people, and so it's like, well, yeah. it's the only one I actually pay for, so I'll keep it going. I oh, found all I the lied. anime on there. That's why I, still I, have I it. lied. I lied. Uh, 10, 12, 2023, it went up to $18.99. I'm paying $18.99 for fucking Disney Plus, and I hardly watch that fucking shit. thing. Mm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's way higher than, but you have the bundle. I have, yeah, the, I have the individual, bundle, yeah. just the Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm going to cancel this fucking thing. Which I'm paying <laughs> 79.99 for the whole year. It was okay. it was showing That's me an, an increase at yeah, like 109.99. I, I, I paid monthly. Let me see what would happen if I try to change this. Try uh, to cancel. They'll probably offer you five bucks a month. Yeah, they'll they'll, <laughs> they'll lower like. Will you do 14.99 a month, or how about 9.99? Yeah, this says I'm under the Legacy Disney bundle. With it, Disney no ads, Hulu with ads, and ESPN Plus with ads. So th- these fuckers mm-hmm. are gonna. If I try to change this, let me let me click yeah, on change. Yeah. It's gonna. It's gonna be ridiculous. Price increase. Price. Yeah, I can get Disney with ads and Hulu with ads for ten dollars, or I can get Disney and Hulu with no ads for twenty dollars. But I currently am watching Hulu with ads. For just two fuck or dollar fucking less. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I think Hulu's the one I use the most, probably. Yeah, for sure. Because it's got like all of the network shit that just pops up on there, and it, yep. mm-hmm. it that's updated daily. Whereas like Disney, one show comes out a week, one episode of one show comes out a week, and that's the only thing they put on there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Disney bought out Hulu. They got yeah. the stakes away from Comcast, so they now own the majority. So and it's going to go to one app. Hulu and Disney will be one app here soon. So, and then ESPN Plus, I know, was still up in the air because Iger was going to sell it, but then I don't know what's going to happen with that. So it's a mess. <laughs> but Hulu and Disney are now one. Yes. That much. They've been know. for a while because Comcast only owned 20% and that 20%. Disney owned it 80%. So it was mostly so they, Disney. They paid Comcast. I was trying to, I think I saw the financials. It was a couple billion <laughs> to get their stake in it. Like, oh my gosh. When they had the money. You know, it's not like Comcast needs a couple billion either, bastards. <laughs> like, jeez. Yeah. Comcast is owned world. by Universal, which is like the second biggest studio. <laughs> yeah. They bought out GE. They got Universal. Yeah, they got all that. NBC. Now. NBC. Yep. Peacock. Well, they might be hurting because I just got rid of their internet. <laughs> I, I have Frontier now. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, Comcast is expensive. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah, paying. I'm still teetering on that. I got to. Go get rid of that next week. I, I don't have any other options. It's That's no internet or right. Comcast. Yeah, yeah. No, I I like their internet. I've heard more complaints about uh, Frontier Internet because mm-hmm. my internet hasn't gone out. It hasn't dropped out. It's it's been great for me, so I'm not going to complain. I've had I not for me. It's been dropping out for the last three months, mm. and I'm like I'm done. I'm ready for something different. We'll see what Frontier is. It's cheaper. And I'm yeah. set up on auto pay. I have one gig of download speed. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we did used, you see? We used did, Frontier in Fort Wayne. That was good, but that's not an option down here. It's either like Spectrum yeah. or AT and T. Do you see Verizon has one now that they're trying to sell their own 5G internet network and they'll give you a $200 Amazon gift card, a free Xbox Series X. Good guy. Um, and locked in price for like 50 bucks a month for three years or something like that. If you sign your soul away, they'll give you all that. <laughs> Didn't Verizon used to be Frontier? They used I to thought. be Frontier, but they sold it out to That's Frontier. Right. Their own it was Verizon version. Fios, and then yeah. they sold their Fios out to Frontier. Frontier came in and took it over, and they've been eh, And so now mediocre. Frontier is coming back and doing something separate? Yeah. Mm. So, well, they've been back. This, we're talking like five years in the past. But I also realized this is a Loki episode, and we just yeah, quickly say, transitioned into yeah, let's, a bonus episode. <laughs> if you want more discussions like this, stay tuned for the bonus round next week, because uh, or last week. I don't know. <laughs> we're a whole lot of sync here. Loki style. We're time slipping. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are. Uh, or maybe this will be edited out. Who knows? <laughs> edited into a different episode. Uh, all right, that'll do it for our Loki discussion. So until next time, drink, drink up, up and time slip out. <laughs> oh, that looks horrible. <laughs> Geek out. That spaghetti looks so tasty. <laughs> mm.